Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 131st, that takes forever to say. For the 131st time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. The boys are not on the intro today because, as you'll see, if you get to the very end of the podcast, uh, basically, my wife said I had to come upstairs because the kids were being assholes. Um, Actually, the one kid just wouldn't go to sleep. So, um, cut short the pot at the end. Uh, Still got, gosh, easily an hour in there. Actually, I have no idea, but... um, great podcast we spent a fair amount of time talking just baseball in general right off the top I mean, the field of dreams game was such a cool idea and um it got us talking about baseball and and what's wrong with baseball and how some of the things that are that have caused baseball to kind of lose my interest have actually made football more interesting. Um, so hopefully that's interesting to you guys. We also did a little bit of start bench cut, um, and uh, uh, but had a, a really good one and um, a lot of good back and forth on this one. So um, hope you like it. After the goat, not Joe and the boys talking. Baseball, football, hard knocks, uh, and some start bench cut. Well, just like every week, we're going to lead off with baseball. Ooh. Yay. So baseball somehow figured out a way to get their sport, our, our nation, our national pastime, actually get themselves some good, healthy publicity front page shit that uh this is just a good job by baseball here they're they're I'm, what i'm talking about is the field of dreams game where and i don't know if anybody's calling it anything else but i'm just i've been calling it the field of dreams game so yeah, i think it's field of dreams game yeah 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 seems right to me and i mean you we've got a major league baseball game played on the, in an iowa cornfield there's a walk-off home run and the Yankees lost. What's not to love? We should do this. This should be every baseball game, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a fantastic game. It's amazing for the sport. It's on the same property as the movie set. It's, you know, the the other field is right there. Um, it's just fucking awesome. And any, any red-blooded American male born, you know, 1980 or fucking... Well, let's say that's like 2070. I would say even 70 on. Up. Yeah. I mean, that, that hit that hits everything. I don't care if we can sit here and talk shit about baseball and how it's declining and all of those things. But you watch that and you just I couldn't I couldn't help but like, you know, fall in love with baseball again. Just watching that shit. It's fucking awesome. It's just so it's so Americana and it takes you back to, you know, baseball's to me. Baseball's the most romantic professional sport there is. I just think it's a very, uh, I don't know. There's just something about baseball that's, that goes deeper, I think, than any other sport, but that's just me. No, there's, it was, uh, I'm not, yeah, go ahead, Doug. I was going to say, yeah, it was a great idea. And it was, it was cool seeing the players walking out of the cornfields onto the field, like in the movie. And, 
And they did yeah. the right, with the with the yeah. White Sox and the Yankees, who you know the uh, Shoeless Joe is the you know yeah. Ray Liotta's character in the movie, and then and then the Babe is in there with the Yankees, and it's uh, uh they just did it the right way. It was done very well. Yeah, and then a walk off home run that makes it that puts a nice little bow on it. So yeah, the game was so fantastic. That was cool. High scoring so, game, five five home runs. Was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. like eight to seven or something, nine yeah, to seven, yeah, something mean, like that. So the Yankees, the Yankees came back at the the eighth. Um, no, in the seventh, and then in the ninth, we were down seven four, and then. Um, yeah, I turned it off when, when I turned it off when it was seven four. And then judge oh. judge at a home run to go up eight seven, and then they had a they and that top nine and then bottom nine they had the walk off first pitch walk Oof. off fucking gnarly. See you later. Yeah, so I, I, was, I, I I turned it off at seven four, and then when I started reading all this like walk off home run stuff, I was sitting there going, motherfucker, the fucking Yankees hit a walk off home run at the at the field of <laughs> at the field of dreams, and then like. In further reading, found out that there was the White Sox. I'm like, oh shit, I missed a hell of a fucking game. Yeah, um, the last couple innings were fantastic, and that team has some serious fucking pitching. The White Sox? Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They're good this year. They got Fuck some good Tony. young hitters too. Fuck yeah, Tony Larusa. Yeah, yeah Tony Larusa is a douchebag. Um, but one and thing they- that I did see on Twitter, like while I was you know reading stuff about the game, is there's a little bit of a little A or B conversation going on. Do you guys call it playing catch or having a catch? This was all over playing Twitter. Playing catch. So. Yeah, like when you – like if you were to go out and throw the baseball around, would you say, hey, let's go play catch? Or would you say, hey, let's go have a catch? No, play catch. Trevor? It's, it, I think it's C, throw the ball around. That's, That's what we football. always say. I mean that's baseball too. Um, I have to go play catch with that one. All right, so we're all play catch. All right. So I've that that argument's gone around before, and apparently there's some. It's a it's hyper regional. Like it's only yeah. like yeah. Massachusetts or some shit that says have a catch or something like that. Like yeah, it's hyper of course, that, regional. That sounds we have a fucking catch like they that's just for them yeah well it's like mostly east yeah it said east coast that says that more so so i don't know if that's limited to just boston or not but but yeah i just thought that was like like damn there's a lot of people talking about this what the hell i've never heard i i'm not sure if any i've ever had anybody even say have a catch to me you want to have a catch that doesn't it doesn't sound right you want to go play catch that works yeah it's play catch i've heard it i've said it but yeah. it's almost like you're saying it like kind of be to be funny, you know. Like in a, I in would, a way, I would. Like, you say that when you're a kid. Yeah. I, two adult men don't say, "Let's go play catch." Yeah. So okay. which which side of it? What do you mean? You, like so, if, when you're grown up, you wouldn't say like play catch. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. Hey, Doug, you want to go play catch? So okay. let's go, yeah, you know, let's go throw the ball around a bit. Right, right. But like yeah. removing throw the ball around. Sure. What would I say? I, I wouldn't say let's go play catch to, to me and my, catch? My, my adult friend. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd say throw the ball around. I, again, like I wouldn't say either one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Never fucking mind. Tomato, tomato. I am not. I am not mentally healthy enough to continue down this fucking path right now. Because I wouldn't say either one of those. You're asking me what I'd say, and I no. Say I, I'm, gi- I'm giving you an A or B option, and you're. I'm. I'm saying like, what is because, your favorite? I'm saying what is your favorite color, and you're saying hippopotamus. Like, you know, you're you're asking me this. Like, I don't say either one. Okay, well, th- that's one thing, right? But like, yes. In in your answer, though, right? Even in your answer, where you said, um, yes. when you're a kid, you go say play catch. That's your answer. Right, I'm sure. not uh-huh. age, and then you... agnostic to your age. Play a catch is the thing that is closest to is is what you would say if you were play catch, not play a catch. Play catch, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. right. But I, that would be that. I would say that to one of your children. I want to go play catch. I would not say that to you. But I guess, regardless, I don't know. It's it's you know. Okay. Right. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> um anything more on the baseball? That's all I got. It was fantastic. That was that was fucking great. Oh, I, 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 the throwback jerseys were sick. I wanted to agree with Trevor on 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 baseball being like baseball gets you in the well, or at least me gets me in the feels more than yeah, absolutely like football and. Bad, yeah. certainly basketball and obviously hockey um right. but like there's the um there's a there's a pageantry to to a baseball game right and then and there's just the mix of colors and sounds and all that other shit and, and yeah. everything else that just kind of like all goes together and just fits nicely um but they have somehow they have they have <laughs> again and i've said this 20 times on this pod 12 year old not joe is aghast that i have basically gone what will eventually be the equivalent of two baseball seasons without watching a full game like i just haven't done it and i i think my my opinion here not something you're going to agree with um it's if it, it strikes any traditionalist chord you have in you right um it's something that we were we grew up on and I don't know. Our fathers were into baseball. Baseball was just something that was there. Um, But I would say that in my opinion, baseball has been ruined a bit by what is popular in basketball and football, which is a little bit more of the machismo, a little bit more of the fucking celebration, the bat flip, um, just all that kind of shit I think has, has, I don't know. As, as, for me, has ruined baseball a little bit. No, see, I think I, I think it's you the like opposite. It. Yeah, you I, like it. I, I never have. I never liked when they, they play fucking music up and down the basketball court. Like, I don't know. I just never. Th- those are two. Those are two different things. The like sure, the the, sure. the, sta- the stadium experience being, you know, like one thing, right? And having to keep everybody entertained, and it's got to be a fucking playground for the kids and everything else, and you can't just sit yeah. and fucking watch the game, right? That's one right. thing. But like. Yeah. I think I think the unwritten rules douchebag type play, right? The the stuff that is like, 
hey, this is this is just for us and and we're the only ones that know how to do this right and you've got to respect this other stuff. Like that has taken that is that is repressive, right? In terms of like the players actually being themselves. The reason that and this and this kind of goes to the taunting fucking uh, the, something I didn't put on our rundown, but I think we could just blend right into now is the NFL is like cracking down on taunting, which is being asked for by literally nobody. I mean, like literally nobody is saying like, God, you got to really fix the taunting in the NFL these days. Um, I'm okay with a, a fucking a bat flip, right? Like I'm okay with fucking you know fucking yelling at the pitchers you're going around they're like oh do whatever the fuck you want man it's that's like you fine don't, if, if you don't want to have that stuff happen don't give up the home run right but what they took out of it was the response right if you were going to do that if you were going to crowd the box if you were going to flip your bat if you're going to be an asshole you got hit right so like those they they, they doled down a lot of the unwritten rules and and I still think the 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 keep everyone entertained aspect of it has bled into that. They've by 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 exp- and, and and this and this goes into the the cheating stuff by exposing these little nuances and parts of the game that ex- have existed forever. They've kind of made it more vanilla and less entertaining by allowing what you are saying is more entertaining. To me, baseball just bled into everything else, and it's all just this fucking. Uh, you know, snapshot, right? It's just this this um, soundbite. It's a soundbite, if you will, of everything else. And every sport's the same. And it's the same guys and they're fucking flashy everywhere they go, right? And, and then you start really liking these traditionalist players. Like, I don't know. That, that, that's how I am, right? Like Russell Westbrook in basketball to me is kind of a grinder and isn't too, and isn't too flamboyant. Um, and he's just, he's uh, really aggressive and all that kind of shit. Like to me, I like players like that that in a way keep their head down. Yeah, they're they're doing like the doctoring the baseball stuff. They're doing that because so many guys are striking out. They're not scoring as many runs. Right. Baseball is not as fun. It's kind of boring when people aren't hitting home runs. Well, because they stopped juicing so, the balls, and then they and then they so, cracked down on, on the bat doctoring too. So yeah, but now they're like, <laughs> oh oh shit, we're not yeah. you know not as many. Uh, like there's no more Tony Gwynn's. There's no more just slap hitters, man. Everybody's either trying to hit a home run or they strike well, out. That, it's so that's where math has, that's where like cold hard math has taken a lot of it out, right? Like right. now, like if you're trying to follow minor league baseball, right? Like you're like looking up the fucking if you're like you're looking up stats on like launch angle and exit velocity and like yeah. those things Money are. Ball. It's the money and ball stuff. Yeah. It's 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 the money ball stuff, but it's like, you know, they they talk about like uh, three true outcomes in baseball. Um, it's you know a strikeout, a, a walk, or a or basically or a home run. Those are like the three true outcomes. And baseball is like they've gotten rid of stolen bases, right? Like Ricky Henderson would not exist in in today's game, right? Like that's yeah. a that's an exciting part of the game. Like one of my earliest baseball memories was Devon White stealing second third and home in the same at bat right or the same yeah. inning like yeah. Yeah. that that shit just doesn't that's exciting baseball right well, like, there's, there's, there's so many games within the game of baseball that if to the layman baseball's boring but if you know what what's happening situational every pitch is different situation everything is happening there's so much going on in a baseball game and there are so many statistics to keep 
right? It is, it is, it's very much a, 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 an intensive game as far as, um, you know, keeping track of what, of what it is. It's not just, but it's been dumbed down is what I'm kind of saying. It's been oh, dumbed down into fucking home runs and backflips. And yes, and now, this, but the stats have also gone so far out of control um, that you've taken kind of the personality away from it. But the, I mean, the, the home runs are a product of the math, right? Like sure. that there's, you know, now that you've given every team the ability or every team has hired the, the, the graduating class from MIT. And this is, this is happening in football, but I think in a more positive way, like the young coaches, football, yeah. the, the football is, is a game of, really like what what is being exposed right now is a game of very uh, most coaches make really poor decisions like the math the math would say that you go for it on basically every fourth down as long as you're outside of your own 20 yard line um you know it's like there's there's stuff like that that like you know 10 15 years ago if you went for it on fourth down as often as they do now it'd be crazy but the math says that and that but that makes for an exciting game like less field goals more going forward on fourth down right I'm all fucking right that's it, open, right? it's open the game no. up yeah it's that's that's pr- the the math has pushed football in making it less con- that and and this goes to um you know running the ball versus throwing the ball we always talk about like when we talk about ranking our 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 quarterbacks and stuff and it's like well you know, a uh, breeze and Manning and Brady, they've all passed Marino and, 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 and you, and how do you have, you know, how, how can breeze not be top five? It's like, well, he's playing in the easiest era to ever throw a football because the math has started to dictate. There's like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, the, the run, the, the, the whole concept of, you know, running, if you get a uh, hundred yards in a game, your team's 22 and three. So you better get to a hundred yards in a game has basically was basically turned on its head. And it was like, no winning teams run the ball at the end of the game. They throw to get the lead. They run to close it out. So getting to a hundred yards was this like stupid phantom bullshit of a, of a stat like 22 and three, when you rush for a hundred yards, it's like, yeah, cause you were already winning the game and you stopped throwing the ball. So it's like, baseball or math has done wonders for football in that regard because now we've got a much more open game right like um you know it's more dynamic it's more dynamic right there's yeah it it was so it used to be so conservative like you know every everybody's running the ball 70 to 80 percent of the time because it was established the run then pass right like that was that was the status quo and and with baseball now like the math is has restricted it right because if you throw this guy a curveball 80 percent of the time he's gonna if you throw a certain batter a curveball in a certain spot it's gonna be like how many times Every time I turn on a a baseball game, the rare times I do, I see a ball that gets smoked into the gap and there's somebody standing in the alley in left right. center field. Right. And yeah. it's like, damn, man, like if I'd smoked that ball in little league, I'm that's a that's a little league home run for me. Right. But like yeah. because of the math and because they've got they've analyzed all of this stuff, they know that if they throw this batter, this pitch on this count, he's gonna hit it right to that left fielder. And that I'm all for just kind of like hit them where they ain't and shit like that. But like you, you're, it's a little excessive. Yeah, it's, it's, it's taking, like, the, it's it's, taking the, the personality out of it. It's, mecha- it's mechanical. Right. Yeah. Putting right. the and heavy like, shift on the big lefty hitters. 
<laughs> now we get to Doug, now we get to Doug's <laughs> grinding his gears. Sons uh, of bitches. <laughs> but you I'm did a- you you did bring up Moneyball, and that guy Paul De Podesta is working for the Browns, and uh, he's applying that logic to football. And it's I mean the Browns have been good since he got there. <laughs> he was the guy that was pounding on the desk like, "Yo, we need to get Kevin Stefanski," and John Dorsey's like, "We're gonna stick with with Kitchens." So, so I'm all for Moneyball. I'm a fan right now. <laughs> Anything that gets rid of kitchens. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's, a, it's it's a new era, right? I mean, they're looking at yeah, they're looking at some at hard numbers, and they're very rarely taking into consideration the player themselves and 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 those pieces of it, right? So, I mean, in the in the movie, it romanticizes right a guy who is at the end of his career, but it's like no, this guy's on base percentage is actually incredibly high. So, you know, sign them for nothing because the A's, you know, notoriously had no budget. But it's it's gone the other direction. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's I, I'm and I'm all for the inefficiencies, finding inefficiencies, right? Like the Titans yeah. do this, right? And the Titans and, and the Niners, right? They're two of the run heaviest teams in the league in a league where every other team is trying to defend the pass. The you know, are expecting to have to defend the past. You know, the Niners go out and they won a chance. You know, they, they they won the NFC Championship game only throwing the ball eight times, right? Like, there's I I like how in football there's this kind of like give and take to it, but like with baseball right now, it's you know it's like it has gone from hey if we shift into the if we shift into all these spots, we're gonna get outs, and now the hitters basically and rightly because this is the this is a part of the evolution that we're in, in in baseball right now is yeah but if i hit it over them i don't have to worry about the switch so everybody's swinging for the fences when everybody's yeah. swinging for the fences that produces more strikeouts and so it's like you've got these like weird and and strikeouts take longer right because you gotta you yeah if you're if you hit the first pitch into play that's one that's a one pitch at bat if you get struck out on the seventh pitch that's a seventh pitch at bat so like the game's taking longer they fucking have to step out of the box after every pitch for some goddamn reason like it's yeah. that the, fucking idiot kimbrel with the way he looks in oh my god that guy fucking bothers me to no end <laughs> that guy drives a fucking yellow camaro i'll bet the house on it um fucking see like i don't <laughs> I I don't know what you're talking about. That's how out of touch with baseball I am. Right. Yeah, they talk like, about, he like hangs his arm up, kind of. Yeah, like he's supposed to intimidate. Yeah. It's like a spider. Or yeah, something, but it's like if he would have got those, traded like, to. He would have got traded to the Yankees at the deadline. You'd be loving it. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like this fucking guy. That's <laughs> not true. I hated A Rod every fucking minute he was on the Yankees. Yeah, but Kimbrough's I, like nasty. He is nasty, but he's a setup guy. He's not even a closer, which is fucking even more nasty. Should be. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, it's it's all this, and and then and then you can, arguably um, things that have been leaned upon, like stealing signs and backing the ball a bit, and you know a little, little extra pine tar here and there. Those little things have been exacerbated. I feel like because every the competitive edge is more necessary because of the the math, and um, you know they're going they're going further and further, like the Astros, and, and you know we just can. Uh, eat a dick but they they went they, they, were, they were they they were very very intricate with the way they cheated and yes it happens all the time and people steal steal signs but not in that manner and not that aggressively yeah it wouldn't have been such a big deal throughout the league 
you know, just like doctoring the ball is like, everyone's kind of like, eh, it happens. Right. Like, but you talk, you know, so at the end of the day, they, they're, they're not doctoring balls because, you know, they're losing less spin. So the ball's getting hit more. And like I said, it's like this vicious cycle of, of taking these things away. And then these things happen that ends up dulling the game down a bit because everybody wanted to see the fucking home run. Uh, that's the only thing we have. Yeah. And then, and then there's a big home run celebration and then that's that. And then it just kind of blends fades into the fucking blackness of the, you know, the void of boring ass sports and parts of it that are boring. Like, I don't know. I can't, the, the celebrations are great. Like a big move, you know, big plays. And, and of course you have to have energy and that, that feeds it. But like the, the me, me, me bullshit to me just is, is I can't stand it. And it becomes more of an individual situation that does a team. And, and that bothers me too. Yeah. Get off my fucking lawn. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And there you have it. There we Baseball. have it. Um, do, you guys like hard, do you guys like hard knocks? Do you guys watch? I was gonna press play, but I'm like, I can't do this right now with the Cowboys. It's can't. Did I you see I, the? Did you see I the meme? <laughs> it says like three minutes into Hard Knocks episode one, and it shows a dude in like Jordan four or Jordan like six is where those really ugly ones are, and the jorts, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Well, that, the, Cowboy, the I mean, Cowboys training camp is in Oxnard, which is. Mm-hmm. That is just that's that is that is the uniform for Oxnard for sure. Um, but do you guys watch hard? I mean, like on a normal year where it yes. wasn't the Cowboys, would you watch Hard Knocks? Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen a decent amount of them. Um, obviously, the ones with the Browns a few years ago was pretty awesome. I was stoked to see my team on there. I don't. I don't so, think I've watched the last two though. Yeah, I didn't see it last year. Who was and it? I didn't. Rams and the, Chargers. Yeah. Was it the Chargers? I didn't see Chargers. I saw the Rams. I saw was, that. I think it was Rams and Chargers because they were. There was like, oh. okay, we got the Rona. So. Oh yeah, I didn't see that one. 
or they were both moving. It was the first year in the new stadium, maybe or something. The Rams were what a year or two before that. So they did the Rams again. Yeah. I think that was it. That's probably why I don't watch. I don't like it that much. Like it doesn't. My buddy, um, uh, my childhood buddy, um, he uh, he and I were texting the other night, and he's like, "You watching Hard Knocks?" I'm like, "No, I I don't really like it." And it was probably the first time, first person other than my wife, because my she digs the fuck out of it. Yeah, yeah it's reality it's, TV. She loves that shit. It's real. It's reality TV, <laughs> and. It's you know it's Real Housewives of a, of of the Dallas Cowboys right now, and she is locked in, and so it's like because since we've had the kids, my wife doesn't watch many games because I'm sitting there, I'm I'm just glued to the TV all day. She's in and out. She's dealing with the kids, um, supporting me in in my hobby that makes no money for the family, um, and uh, um. But then her sweet spot is the combine, and um, and <laughs> hard knocks. Those are her. Those that's where she really dials in. I'm like, they're okay. So we're, so we're just looking at a bunch of guys walk around half naked. Then okay, so okay, just so we're clear. Yes, that's the theme. It has nothing to do with the uh, right. But yeah. like the the Doug the, watches the, the combine and 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 your wife watches the John combine very very. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, yeah, absolutely. With the, with the same amount of interest, but for different reasons. <laughs> right, right. And, and looking and look looking at the same body parts, but evaluating them on two different fucking things. Exactly, wind resistance. Yeah, look. I like at the a, I like a I like a big man that can move. <laughs> look, <laughs> look at him get in and out of his brakes. Look at those hips move. Dude, some of those drills are so funny to watch too. They're like, "This is stupid. This is yeah. not athletic." Um, but no combine this year. Stupid COVID. So, um, but yeah, no, I don't. Um, anyway, so there's a there's going to be a TikTok meme. One of the TikTok sounds right now that's going around is the Family Guy, um, where they're all about to die, and Peter says he doesn't like the Godfather. It ins- it insists upon itself, and uh, so I'm going to do that for Hard Knocks. So it's going to be a good time. I like it. Um, I was, I, I didn't realize that Dak and Zeke were, I'd, so it was on in the background. And the one thing I picked up from the 20 minutes of it or 15 minutes of it that I, that I was in the room for, I didn't realize Dak and Zeke were like best friends. Really? And it's just, it, it surprised me. I don't know why I didn't know it, uh, but now I know it. Um, also, Zeke is skinny. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Zeke lost some weight. He's cut down. He's cut down. Yep. I yeah. saw there's. I feel like there's memes about that, wasn't there? Uh, yeah. I think you know there was that lineman that dressed up as him. Um, you know, a few years back. Yeah. Um, that you know, so he's like a 280 pound guy with his with his stomach showing and and doing <laughs> the doing the eating eating right. celebration yeah. thing, whatever. Yeah. So. Um, but anyways, well, yeah. So yeah, Dak is Dak is likable. Zeke Zeke to me is not at all. Yeah, I I, yeah. I don't I have zero fondness for for Zeke. Dak is the most likable Cowboys quarterback I can ever remember. I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess Romo. I don't think was entirely unlikable. He's just annoying. I, I yeah, never, like, Dak doesn't even have D- Dak doesn't even have the annoying thing though. 
like right. i think right. they're I they're, they're they're mirror images of each other in in the fact that like okay yeah they're not terrible people right i think it also helps that nobody for 20 years has been worried about the cowboys um, yeah you've watched the cowboys get to 14 and 3 or something this year and i will hate the shit out of dak prescott guaranteed yeah yeah, yeah I, I, that, I, I've uh, I there, there's there's been an uptick in Browns hate uh, now that we've got a good season under our belt. Good for you. Yeah, so I'm like, damn, this is good, but also like, you know, fuck this guy. Like, means we're Browns, man. somewhere. We're not. We're not. Yeah, we're not there's there yet. An, there's an underlying. I expect to go to war with Browns fans several times this year. <laughs> what I noticed last year was that. The Browns fans were very used to their organization being called a laughing stock and your shit, and this is just a, 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 a decrepit franchise and blah, 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 typical Browns, all that stuff. The Browns fans are used to that. What they're not used to is, hey, this guy's good, but I'm going to take this one flaw that he has and just kind of make it a meme. They get really defensive over that type of shit. Yeah, that's their um, first taste of it. It's like when the Red Sox that's what I'm, to win. There, that's what I'm saying. So there's yeah. a learning curve here. With um, well, well you because the term is act like you've been there, but they they haven't, so they don't really know. Yeah, not these fans, right? <laughs> but it's okay for me to eat all that Yankee hate, man. I all the fucking eat that shit. It's wonderful. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like, there's there's a um, I I expect that. There's the, the 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 Browns fan base is not used to the you're way gonna, yeah. the, the it's not used to the way that they're going to get talked about online this year. Oh, for no, sure. Right? And you're gonna make and you're gonna make Baker memes just to to troll people, and it'll yeah. be very entertaining for this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm uh, I'm excited, but uh, but yeah, the Browns. Uh, I'm seeing it. Steelers fans. Are not happy with the Browns being good. <laughs> I, I, that's, I, that's fun. See, I, I'll enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, that I will. Yeah. I'll enjoy it forever. That's great. Yeah, and, 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 and Steelers fans aren't used to the flip side of that coin. Is Steelers fans are not used to people going like being like, "Hey, your team is garbage," right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And taking they, they, like, taking a team that people are thinking, okay, like nine and eight, ten and six. And because ten and six in that division might be third, the the crew gets you know the 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 meme accounts are now being like garbage ass Steelers, and you know yeah. garbage ass Steelers they've lost five of the last six, you know. Um, well, the first part of that is what people will say about anybody, right? If you're if you don't like a team, you'll call them garbage and all that, even right. when they're not. But the the latter part of that statement that lost five out of six. That's not something they're used to, so that'll be fun. right, right. Yeah. So yeah, there's uh, it's going to be an interesting year. So I mean, they, yeah, they just traded for a guy the Browns didn't offer any money to. Joe Showert is now right. back in the AFC North. Doug, um, uh, so that is my one. We covered Showbert in this podcast, didn't we? We've we've covered Showbert on this podcast before. Right. I have I have a couple. I mean, Doug and I went to the Niners Browns game from 2019. Um. Yep. A Monday Night Football game in San Francisco, Browns Niners. Right. We went to that game, 
and there's a couple things I remember. One, uh, Doug, Doug is very good at talking shit. Um, and <laughs> he's, like, he's a master. Let's not let's let's, let's not undercut Doug there. If you're going to go to a game, if you're going to bring a friend from an opposing team to go watch a game with, always bring a Browns fan because, or at We're least. Ready. Uh, because yeah. well, uh, there's two there's, scenarios. One, there's thick your, skin. Your team loses, so you, the person bringing the Browns fan, your team loses. In which case, you can just pat them on the back and be like, "Hey, man, everybody gets to win three games every year, and this can be one of yours." Yeah. <laughs> and you just right. you get to go on with life, right? The flip right. side of that is, after the score was ten nothing, Doug just started getting really sarcastic and pissy and and but like in a in a not pissy pissy's the wrong word <laughs> doug was the the losing just washed over doug and just rolled off his ro- rolled off his back yeah. like a, um and it wasn't bothering him where if i had gone to fucking cleveland to watch the niners lose i oh, would yeah. have been pissed off for 36 hours yeah D- doug was doug we weren't even 36 like real minutes into the game not even game minutes into the game and he was already like yeah okay I know what the, I've seen the end of this movie. Yep. Yeah, that was all too familiar. So take a brown. Um, but definitely that first. Who who was the was it Mozart or no? What running back no, just busted? Um, it's the guy that's in Miami now. Oh God. Um, Biddle. What's his name? Uh, I don't know, yeah. but like, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he busted a, a run, and Schobert just got like both of our middle linebackers. But I blame Schobert because he was on that front side of it. Just got swallowed up. Like, just dude, shed a block, plug a hole, like, be a linebacker. I was so mad. Breida. It's like uh, Matt Breida. Breida. Yeah, Matt Breida. Yep, that's who it was. But yeah, no, I just, we had a, I mean, we had, we didn't have amazing seats. We had decent seats. And I just saw that lane open up the whole way. And I was watching Schobert the whole time. (laughs) Schobert was a fan favorite. Um, a lot of Browns fans love Schobert. I was never a fan. Um, I would just, I mean, all of his tackles were 15 yards downfield. It's like, yeah, you were that, that is That was the soundtrack of that game was Doug saying, up oh, 15 yards downfield. Up oh, Joe Schobert, 15 yards downfield. That was like <laughs> this, that was the soundtrack of that game. And, um, uh, and now he's on the Steelers, and I so yep. I sent I sent the post to Doug. Yep. Doug said, "I love it. <laughs> yep. I love well, it." Chubb. <laughs> Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, best off, arguably the best offensive line in football. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking love it. Like Schobert's a really he's a good linebacker in pass coverage. I'll definitely give him that. But you got to run right at him, and he's gonna get swallowed up. That's what the Browns are gonna do. The Steelers, fifty-two nothing. Woo. Um. All right, so while we're just kind of running down the list here, um, Trevor, I imagine you saw the Danny Donations highlight today? It was, I saw it twice, actually. Um, yeah, it was, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was, it was, you know, the first at, at first glance, he's throwing to, you know, um, a defensive player. It's a scrimmage. He's throwing to a defensive player, and there is nobody for 10 feet on either side of that player. Um, and I'm just, you know, maybe he, maybe they switch colors, right? Like shirts, skins, and then they put their shirts on and then he got confused. They thought that was an open receiver. And then, and then you see, (laughs) 
<laughs> somebody else said, I like this one better. Was, I think that was in the group chat. And it was that happening. And then the, the guy who we threw it to dropped it. And the lineman didn't pick up like two blitzing players. So, yeah, it wasn't, um, it wasn't awe inspiring. Right. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't very confidence inducing, but, um, you know, it's fucking scrimmage and preseason. That's what that's what that's what it's there for. I forget which there's another meme account that's showing a lot of uh, highlights and lowlights from from practice. Gr- Gronk is doing a good job of putting him in the yeah. story right now. Yeah, and and there's some good well, there's some good and bad ones too. I mean, there's plenty of people doing terrible shit. So, oh yeah, shaking off the cobwebs. I don't know. You know, have, have you guys I'm, seen? Um... I'm going to be positive about this season. I really am until you know. So we're six games in and, you know, four and two or two and four. And then maybe I'll be, I'll, I'll start getting angry. I'm like 95% sure you guys are not picking up his fifth year option. Like, so this is year three. He'll get his year four. And if he performs in year four, you'll franchise him. But like, I don't, I don't see him getting, I don't see them committing already to the fifth year. So. That's just yeah. oh yeah, um guys, you're part of history. Um Hey-o. like like you are every week, but uh just past fifteen hundred oh. followers on TikTok, no big deal. All right. Um, so I'm not even like shaking your dick around in sweatpants, man. Good for you. I mean I could. Go ahead. I could, but I've all I've all I've only I've already got thirty five percent female followers. Like we don't need it to be ninety percent. So <laughs> helicopter that shit it's just, you know, it's just not good for i um winner winner uh, <laughs> the the wife was on a, a conference call the other day and i'd like walked into the hallway no kids no nanny around and just kind of fucking did the little elephant clap for her and um yeah she didn't <laughs> she didn't appreciate me interrupting a conference call with <laughs> with, with, with <laughs> So, anyways, you know you gotta you gotta keep you gotta keep the spice alive. You can't always, you can't always say hi with your mouth, right? In some cultures, it's it's. Uh, I just picture I just picture her face and what she was doing, like trying to look at the monitor while also trying to look at me in a way that is like, go fuck yourself. Like it I've, was. I've made so many mistakes in my life, and you're the biggest <laughs> one. Right, basically, yeah. <sighs> oh, Jeez. that's great. That's good. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, fucking. You gotta bring the. It's good for the. It's good for like locker room chemistry. You know, you gotta have the. You gotta have the jokester, man. You, you can't just right. you know, everybody walking around serious all the fucking time. Sometimes you just gotta walk around and bounce your dick off one thigh and then the other and then the other and then the other and, then the other and you know. <laughs> stop! 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 Yeah, there you stop. go. Make it clap. Um, let's see what else. What else we got? Chargers. <laughs> They're not fucking playing anybody in the preseason. Derwin James. What is this? Derwin James. Um, Eckler. Eckler. Herbert. Herbert and. Keenan. Uh, Keenan. Keenan Allen. Yeah. None of them are playing in the preseason. I love it. Yeah, I mean, 17 games season now. Got to make sure yeah, everybody's you're, ready. You're going to start seeing more and more and more of that. God, I hope so. Yeah, me too. 
there's a lot of known commodities in this league. Like if Tom Brady played in one, that'd be pretty funny. Dude, you're been playing 20, how many years? 22 years, whatever it is. They just let Tom Brady play all four quarters of a preseason game one year. Right. <laughs> you know, I saw him today, though. He's finally looking a little older, like in his face. D- that picture of him and Dungy, did you guys see that one? Yeah, the creepy one. The creepy one where they're, the, the, they look like, um, you know, they're about to get hit by a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're, you know, I don't they're, know. I just, they were exposed to other people. Trevor, you, have you have you are you changing a steering wheel right now? We seem to have gotten a worse reception. Oh, oh I think my phone was on. You hear me better now? There we go. Way better. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I'm here, boys. That's why I'm here. So yeah, keep t- us on Tom, our toes. Tom Brady's looking old, man. Finally. But, but yeah, it's like, like in, Super Bowl. So yeah, I mean, old, let it go old, there, Tom. Let it go. Old in a, um, like still cruising the Sunset Strip, trying to bang twenty-two-year-olds kind of way. Yeah, yeah in, a, in a yellow sports car of some sort. Yeah, like he's he's looking, he's young looking, but in like an old skin. Yeah. <clears throat> like around his eyes and it's yeah stuff. he's it's, just he's just getting older you know it's ever it happens to everybody but he's 44 and this is the first time he's looked at i don't know maybe i'm not paying enough attention to tom brady's face but no it's it it's it's it started to he started to age you know even yeah. more than like it's it's accelerating yeah you know man how's this i mean I mean, I hope he doesn't take a career-ending hit. Like he's just so forty-four is old, man, for football for quarterback. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Tom Brady, that's the guy. Um. All right, you guys got anything? I uh, I can I can start with some start bench cut here. You got one? You got one locked and loaded? Well, I mean, somebody. I posted the one to my story. This one was this one was mean, man. Uh, I think I just saw that one. <laughs> Little. Yeah, Where did it go? Uh, having a third child, having Trevor move in with us here at the at the at the ranch. Not Joe Dojo. And um or never what I imagine they're trying to say because he's never see Gore make the Hall of Fame. I imagine what he's saying is like Frank, Frank Gore. Gore Frank Gore does make the Hall of Fame, right? So if so, if I'm if I start Frank Gore making the Hall of Fame, that means that I have to. That means that I have to have a third child or Trevor move in with me. Somebody messaged me and said like two of those are kind of the same thing, aren't they? And um, <laughs> uh, hey, little do they know it's happened already. It has happened. It has it happened. Has happened. There were Before no kids around children. at the time. Yeah, right. Trevor, no. Trevor, Trevor, taking care of you is what activated my wife's maternal instinct, and she was like, "Okay, now I'm ready to have children." <laughs> yeah, this this thing coming in, waking up at all hours and making noises all the time isn't that bad. We can do it. 
snorting anything off the copy table that's right there like just you know yeah, whatever drinking eating everything <laughs> leaving shit everywhere yeah but no um, this is, this is a this is a pick your poison question right yes yeah okay He's so t- so so i gotta so picking my poison right you can just you're gonna start the least of all evils yeah work your way that way yep i mean the least of all evils. So I want to see Frank make the Hall of Fame out of all of those things. But if I say that, that means I have to accept that the other two are, wait, so would I rather never see Frank make the, I don't understand this one. I get the, <laughs> I, I get what it wants me to do. I don't know how to right. answer it. Start. Yeah. Start bench cut. I move in. You have another kid or Frank doesn't make the Hall of Fame. So if I start, Frank Gore never makes the Hall of Fame. That means that he never makes the Hall of Fame. And if I, right? No. See, that's the thing. I can't wrap my head around right now. It's too late. Which, and I'm... which one's the worst one of the three? Let's just answer that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is the worst? Is, is this worse than me drunk in the movies? Is, or a, what? is this a, a, is a third child worse than having to live with Trevor again? Or is the third child worse than Frank Gore never making the Hall of Fame? A third child is pretty fucking bad. That's a lot. And everything that I've heard is the third child is the hardest number of the three children, the hardest number of children to take care of. After three, it all feels like three. Um, so you might as well have two more. The, right so <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but that's right that's like man, you're, you're mentally ill at that point sorry sorry what which one's the worst i'm gonna i'm gonna say frank gore never making the hall of fame okay that that that's worse than having a third child or living with trevor yeah yeah because yeah it is because you cook like would i live with would i live with 25 year old trevor again no i'd no, 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 no. I'd, I'd, I'd lock you in the house and blow the house up. Yeah. yeah but then and you the third kid, you know, you know, third kid, maybe it's a surprise. That's fun, right? Huh? I, I, but here's the thing, Isn't third kid, I, I love babies like up to two fucking sign me up, man. <laughs> um, so that one's easy. And Trevor cooks like 38 year old yeah. Trevor cooks. I see the Instagram. The, it it is abhorrent that both of you, you and your oldest roommate up there, are both cooks. And meanwhile, my wife and I are sitting down here, staring at each <laughs> other, going, "What do you want to Postmates tonight? S- yep. Eight nights a week." I think you had the opportunity to be up here not too long ago, a couple of years ago, didn't you? you know, we didn't really have the opportunity, but talked about. I had the opportunity to go to Denver, but that flamed out as well. Mm, Denver. Oh. Denver. Oh. All right, Denver, let's go. All right. That was a that was a very long answer to I really Frank Gore not making the Hall of Fame, especially pursuing the hobby I'm pursuing, right? That as the public face of the Frank Gore fan club, right? To be reminded of that hypothetically for as long as I continue to be the public face of the Frank Gore fan club would be awful. 
that is my own personal hell is having to deal with the people that are telling that the eight percent of people that actually don't think he's a hall of famer them knowing where to find me is is that's the, again that's my own personal hell um okay all right some somebody sent so, a we, question i got one go uh, ahead are we, are we going through this we're going through fans first I, I yeah I mean jump in if you got one but I've got uh, I'm I'm gonna kind of operate off of the fact that I've I've got a ready made list here I can always pull from so have you guys yeah, seen do that do that I'll fill in the you, gap have you guys seen New Girl or How I Met Your Mother Nope I've seen more New Girl than How I Met Your Mother I've seen like two or three How I Met Your Mothers and they were relatively intolerable for me New Girl's oh. fucking funny Doug you've seen all the communities right Trevor did you watch Community. Community is glorious. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. Okay. Love community. Yep. Somebody Love asked. Community. Somebody asked. Start bench cut for those three, and I was like, I don't think either. Of, I, I think we've probably all watched community, and none of us have watched the other two. So it's like in start community and just torpedo the other two. Right. Yep. I'd watch a community spinoff before I watched either of the other two. Yeah. Who would be, be the best character to spin off from community? Uh, um, like a Troy and Abed thing would be cool. Um, yeah, or the or the uh, what's his name the the professor the Chinese professor guy. Ch- Chang. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. He's got Nisha. There's a lot of different things you could do with that one. All right, but, but those Here's paintball one episodes are so good. The paintball episode, like the paintball episodes, were amazing. That's um, uh, that was that was done by the Russo brothers who did all the big uh, Avenger movies, and it was because of that because of that episode they got, they the, got the Avenger movies. They yep. got the Avengers movies off of the Community episode. Yep, or maybe the first Captain America movie, but yeah, <laughs> the second one, Winter Soldier. But yeah, little tidbit there. How about um, I got one for you? Sure. Start bench cut. Uh, De Niro, Pacino, Jack Nicholson. Oof. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Jack Nicholson. Start bench cut. Trevor, who you got? Oof. It's a good one, huh? Yeah, because there's at least one of those. Okay, so De Niro is De Niro ten years ago would have been the 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 you know leader leader of the pack there by miles, but he's got he's done so many shitty movies in the last decade. Yep, Pacino, like one of my favorite Al Pacino performances is. Uh, uh, with the, what's the fucking one? The Keanu Reeves one? Was he's a lawyer? Devil's Advocate? Devil, yeah. I thought that was one of the best. Um, his older stuff. He, I mean, he... <laughs> what, about the, what, about, what about the Godfather? <laughs> well, of course. I know, I know. I'm saying, like, in a surprising manner. I'm giving the givens, right? I'm not, I'm not you know, three quarters of the way. Three quarters of the way in. Devil's yeah. Advocate. Really good movie. Um... I think I have to go De Niro, Pacino, Nicholson. De Niro, Pacino, Nicholson? Okay. Yes. All right, all right. What about you, Nacho? I'm 
Uh, yeah, same. I haven't seen enough. Jack just doesn't have the volume. I haven't seen enough of Jack Nicholson's movies, mostly because like you need two, maybe three. You need one the shining, over the cuckoo's nest, right? And they're older, right? But you need you need three. Three pretty much sums up his whole range. Is the Joker's Batman and Batman? Yep, Joker, The um, Departed, The Shining, and pretty, The Departed. Pretty good in The Departed. He's got a lot of good movies under his belt. Departed, and then this uh, is we'll, a. I don't think it's a. I don't. Uh, this is one of those you can't. You can't be wrong. Yeah. Just for, just sure. for me, like there's. I just haven't. Like to to have to give up. You know, in the whole like, hey, you can only take one of these guys' movies to a deserted island. It's De Niro for me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he's, got a, he's got a different range. Pacino can get annoying at a level. With the, Yeah, with that said, I agree with you guys. De Niro, Pacino, Nicholson. Right. I almost switched Jack in the middle, though. Just because uh, he does have some pretty great performances. Like there's, I have the big more, ones are iconic. I have yeah. more Jack Nicholson. So here's something: I have more Jack Nicholson movies in any of my streaming queues right now than Pacino or De Niro combined. Mostly just because I've seen the Pacino De Niro movies already, and I haven't seen the Jack. Like I haven't seen Chinatown. That's one of the ones that's in my queue. Um, I've never even heard a bunch of these other movies. Chinatown is um, the biggest one. I forgot to say that one. Um, like, I don't even know if Terms of Endearment is something that I would like, but like I've heard of it. Um, Serpico, I, Serpico is one of them. That's Pacino. Dog Day Afternoon. Uh, but like Jack for me starts around Jack for me starts at Batman, and it's like Batman, A Few Good Men, um, as good as it gets. Yeah, I'm, really good. I'm switching Jack to my bench and cutting Pacino. See, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that either. And then, then there's Cuckoo's Nest and Shining. Yep. But like with Pacino, you get the Godfathers. <sighs> right? Mm-hmm. That's yep. two really good ones. You get saying. heat. De Niro but you gets, get heat. Gets, you, you, yeah, you, you have heat. De Niro, so you get heat anyway. So ha, aha, aha. Um, <laughs> but what about oceans? What, what, what about oceans thirteen? Um, yeah. What, what about it? <laughs> you get you get any given Sunday. Yeah, Devil's yeah, Advocate. Yeah. Donnie Brasco. Yeah. He, son of a woman. Carlito's Way. Son of a woman. Glenn Gary. Oh, Glenn Ross. Um, Glenn Gary. Glenn Ross. How can I forget that? Yeah. Uh, Scarface. Um. Godfather, Dog Day Afternoon, um, Serpico, Serpico. So I have, I have, I have a deeper tier to this question. If you guys want to go another layer deep in that start bench cut of this question, yeah, Let's go. Do it. All right. So best year: De Niro '95, Heat and Casino, Pacino '92, '93, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Carlitos Way, Son of a Woman. Or Denzel Washington, 2000, 2001. Remember the Titans training day. Oh, wow. <laughs> De Niro. <laughs> yeah, you have to go De Niro on that. But Denzel, 
De Niro, Denzel, Pacino. I think I think I think you throw Denzel instead of Jack in that Star Trek cut, and it becomes more difficult. Yeah, I yeah. know. I have a I have him in another one, but I was trying to think of actors that are kind of similar. Bro, Training Day is just all time. Yeah, all time. That movie is so good. But those are nice little twelve month twelve month stretches for those three. All right, here's one. Just comparing their MVP seasons, and I'll give you some stats here. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton. So Mahomes, MVP season, 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns, passing, two touchdowns, rushing. Um, Lamar, uh, 3,000 yards, 3,100 yards, passing, 1,200 yards, rushing. 36 passing touchdowns, seven rushing. So 44 total, 43 total touchdowns. So Mahomes, 52 total touchdowns. Lamar, 43 total touchdowns. Cam Newton, 3,800 yards, 600 yards rushing, 45 total touchdowns. I, I mean, that's, I think it's kind of easy after the stats. Right? That's Mahomes, Lamar, Newton. I mean, it's, it's, it's Mahomes. Mahomes, I think, is the easy start, but there's a, you know. But just absolute domination. Mahomes dominated, right? Lamar was spectacular, right? That's something that you just every you want to watch him every every snap. A a unanimous MVP, which I don't think we'd ever had before. Was Cam Newton? That was the year the Panthers got to the Super Bowl. His MVP year, right? Yeah, fifteen and one. Nice. And then what did Lamar do? First round loss. So, <laughs> yeah. so let's see here. Yeah, Damn. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna bench Cam Newton. Sure. He's a and master again, of talking shit. I am not biased. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna cut Lamar's MVP season. Yep, easy one. So Lamar played with three skill position pro bowlers that year. And I don't think that Cam played with maybe Greg Olson. Oh, no. Jonathan Stewart and Mike Tolbert both made it. And Greg Olson. So they both played with three skill position pro bowlers that year. I would take Cam's. I would, I feel, I just feel like Cam had less help. Yeah. He's Superman. Like that was t- that we thought that Cam was taking over the league that year. That yeah, was that was Cam's league from yeah. there on out, um, and uh, didn't end up happening. But the in just in terms of, I mean, Lamar and Cam's seasons are f- damn near identical. Like forty three hundred total yards for Lamar. 4,400 total yards for Cam, 44 touchdowns for Lamar, 45 touchdowns for Cam, um, 7.8 yards per attempt for each of them. Hmm. Um, very, very similar. And uh, yeah. out, of the, out of the three of them, Lamar had the highest completion percentage. Yeah. Like 0.1. Look at that. Anyways. Look at him. So anyway, I'd go, I'd go Mahomes, Cam Newton, Lamar, and I think we're all aligned there again. 
Do we do that again? I think so. Trevor, you said Lamar Cam. You flipping flopping? Oh, did I? Well, I, I sorry, I, I, I zoned out there. I thought you guys did too. So you have Cam, and you, you both guys are both cutting Lamar. Yep. Right. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. All right. This one's for, this one's from uh, this one's from Gil. Um, oh, nice. Gil, getting getting a bargain. And uh, I, I've got to I got to wrap this up here soon. Getting a bargain. Your football team wins on Sunday, or a blowjob. Start bench cut. Blowjob bargain win. I'm going blowjob win bargain. Yeah, I'm with Doug. I've gotten some good bargains lately, so I'm kind of high on that. <laughs> uh, we just uh, found the title of the episode. Um, <laughs> I I have uh, uh, I got my kids. Up. My kid will not go to sleep. He's upstairs screaming, and we're probably gonna have a really shitty day with the nanny tomorrow because of it. So I got to wrap this up. I'll see you guys on the intro. All right. Uh, Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom, and a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.